Delco. What is Delco? Urban Dictionary, maybe the best definition of any place in the history of any place. Delco is the nickname for Delaware County, not just a place to live, it's a way of life. Delco isn't something you obtain with a short visit while you're passing through. Never has been, or don't actually live here, you just won't understand. Delco is something you can spot across the bar while out of town. Speaking of bars, there's 42 to 1 ratio when it comes to bars to libraries. And it's cool to be a 26-year-old bar back. You're just waiting for your build big break. Delco people love being from Delco. I don't know if there's anything special from Delco, except being a Delco guy, I kind of like it. is up Delaware County and welcome back for episode 19 of Delco Baseball. Now my name is Brendan Ricciardi and I feel like a kid on Christmas morning right now because college baseball at all levels is officially back. We have opening day at the Division 1 level today. We had a couple of Division 2 and Division 3 games within the past two weeks but we are now back on all levels. We have a great episode here. We're going to talk about some of the big D1 matchups Coming up this weekend, we are going to be joined by Roman Tazi, a Division II pitcher for Barton in North Carolina. They are, at the time of this recording, getting ready to play the defending national champion North Greenville team uh, to start their conference season off. If that name sounds familiar, it's because that team knocked out Westchester uh, in the, I believe, Final Four last year. So hopefully you get some uh, get some revenge there. But with that being said, we got a lot of action to take care of here. At the Division One level, we have a couple of Delco on Delco matchups too. Uh, so let's break that down here. Start off, we got uh, two Delco guys taking on each other. We have Gardner Webb and Ryder. That's Colby McNeely from the Haverford School plays for Ryder. He is a freshman. Joe Nestle for Gardner Webb. He went to Bonner. Uh, that's the first Delco on Delco matchup. We also have St. Peter's. We have Colin Jensen, who is from the Garden Valley area. We have Coppin State. Josh Hankins, Chichester, Darren Hagan, also Garnet Valley. They will be taking on each other as well. What I probably am most excited for, we were just joined by him last week uh, on, on the show. Alden Mathis and Richmond will be traveling down to Tuscaloosa, take on Alabama. It's not football. Uh, it's not basketball, so it's not quite as scary. But SEC baseball uh, is, is what it's all about. And, of course, Alden, you know, if he's not drafted this summer, we'll be going to Georgia, so he'll get more of a taste of that. But just getting to see these guys play on these awesome stadiums, you know, SEC baseball is unlike anything else, just the fans, the passion there, because a lot of these SEC schools don't have, like, MLB teams near them. There's no MLB team in the Carolinas. We'll talk about Roman. There's no MLB teams in Alabama. There's, you know, there's no MLB teams in Louisiana, uh, Tennessee, like, a, where a lot of these schools are, Mississippi, so... It's it's the big it's the big leagues for them. It's it's really all they care about. So we also have uh, another SEC battle. We have the defending champion Ole Miss team will be taking on Conestoga's Owen Margolis in Delaware. Really really great to start your season off getting to face the defending champs, even though they might not be as strong as last year. Like that is as good as it gets in, in terms of seeing where you stand among the best in college baseball. And these series at the beginning of the year, you know. 
you're not really expected. Like, I don't think anybody would really be upset with Delaware if they go in and, and get swept. But times like this are kind of how you can propel yourself to a great season. Like, I think back to last year when Cole Palace and Penn went to Texas A&M, a team that made it to Omaha, first series of the year, they took two out of three. And that's kind of how you can, like, springboard yourself to having the kind of season that you expect. Just going in there with... I mean, there's really no pressure on you in that sense of winning or losing. It's just about how well you play. Like, of course, you know, you don't want to go in there and lose 24 nothing, But, like, at the same time, you you want to be challenged. So uh, getting to see our guys taking on Ole Miss and Alabama is really cool. Uh, we have a couple guys that have a real shot at Omaha this year. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say for a lot of the teams that are, you know, mid-majors, like, it is very, very, very hard to get to Omaha a lot of these guys have a very good chance to make the NCAA tournament, which is really, you know, a, a main goal. Like, if you want, you know, me to sit here and and be realistic and say, you know, some of these smaller schools, like, you know, we have some guys playing St. Joe's, NJIT, uh, Monmouth. Like, it, it's. I think we can, you know, agree to the fact that it's probably unlikely that they make it all the way to Omaha. But with that being said, there's still a lot to you know, to be hopeful about that they can make their way on ESPN. And once you get in the tournament, nothing really matters. And that's why we, we do what we do here. But with that being said, we'll talk about the favorites first, because we now have someone playing for a team that just hosted a regional last year, which is Maryland. Tom Kane went to Cardinal O'Hara. He went to Rowan County Juco first, um, you know, to start off his college baseball career. He was committed to Coastal Carolina at one point, while he was there and next thing I know I look up and I see him you know posting a picture in Maryland stuff and I'm like all right well I guess he you know I guess he had a good summer and uh was able to get the offer he wanted Maryland last year this was this was kind of a surprise to me because I knew that they hosted a regional you know they're one of the top 16 ranked teams in the country they went 48 and 14 last season it's not exactly a surprise that the Big Ten isn't really known for baseball they had Michigan make a run to the College World Series final a couple years back. But overall, it's not really considered a baseball conference, especially because of how cold it is uh, as, as I sit here in State College, uh, freezing throughout the majority of my season. But, uh, you know, they have a legitimate chance. They will play Old Miss next weekend, actually. Uh, they start off with South Florida this weekend. Tom Kane is a lefty reliever, which is, is good because, you know, it, it it there's an opportunity for him to pitch in any game because – you know, I'm at the point now where, like, like I said, I go to Penn State. I play for the club team. There's really no, you know, like, I'm not trying to be rude to the, the Penn State varsity team, but like, they're not a team that has had an incredible amount of success in my lifetime. And you know, I, I like to think we have a maybe a bit one-sided, but a bit of a rivalry with them, just being you know two different baseball teams on campus. So of course, they kick our ass. But like, you know, I I don't really have my my point here is I don't really have a college baseball team like a lot of people do. So I kind of just gravitate to wherever the Delco guys are. I'll root for Maryland. I will root for, you know, Virginia is another team. They were in Omaha two years ago with uh, with Chris Newell from Malvern Prep. Justin Rubin uh, from French Central is currently on there. He got a very, very good amount of playing time for being a freshman last year. He had a great season. So I'll definitely be keeping tabs on Virginia. I'd say Virginia, Maryland, and Pitt are probably the three best chances to have a super deep run. Because Pitt has Brady Devereaux, uh, Ridley Park guy from Malvern Prep, also Ryan Reed 
from the Haverford School. I would say those are probably the three teams that I would say have the best chance to have a deep run in the tournament. Now, as I mentioned in the last episode, there's a lot of teams that I would consider like bubble teams, like teams that, you know, if they win their conference, they're obviously in. If they don't, they're going to have to build up that resume. Like that's what hurt Penn last year. When they lost to Columbia in the Ivy League Championship, their resume just was not good enough. It was close, but it wasn't good enough. They will get started next weekend against South Carolina, another matchup to watch out for. But for this weekend, we will talk about some of the games here. We have uh, NJIT, Dylan Cannon, Andrew Elcock will take on Davidson, one of the best teams in the A-10. Uh, we talked to Sammy Berman. They will be taking on Florida Gulf Coast, uh, throwback to uh, Dunk City in the March Madness a couple years ago. Uh, alumni of Chris Sale. We got, let's see, Villanova is taking on Washington State. Interesting matchup. Monmouth travels to Florida Atlantic. Weirdly enough, I have actually seen a Monmouth and Florida Atlantic baseball game in person. Probably my most random game. My cousin Sean used to play for Monmouth when I was down in Florida for spring break. I got to see that. Gorgeous stadium. Um, I'm not really sure why they continue to play each other specifically, but it's pretty cool. We got probably my favorite matchup to watch this weekend. St. Joe's is going to Duke. They'll be, they'll be uh, going to, to Durham to take on Duke. They got five guys from Delco on that team. Luke Zim, Paul Kokel, Adam Fine, Don Pacone, and Max Hitman. All getting ready for, for that one. Uh, that's that's pretty exciting. And you you just think about, like, you know, the difference between, I would say, like, the difference between the mid-major stadiums and the SEC ones and the ACC ones. Like, it's not even a shot. There are a lot of really nice mid-major stadiums. But there's a reason that when everybody on, you know, a team like that will, will go to, like, Duke or Alabama, like, you're going to pull your phone out, you're going to start recording, you know, like, for your snap story, like, you know, what the stadium looks like, what the, the stands look like, what the atmosphere is, and, and, and that's natural, because it's something you don't really get to see too often, but once that first pitch comes, man, like, you are locked in, and it's just baseball as usual there. Uh, we also have... Let's see, Elon, we got, I, I apologize, I forgot to mention Liam DeBoggin last week, I completely forgot uh, that he was from Delco, I just remember him uh, from, from Malvern Prep, but he and Tristan Corcoran, also Malvern Prep, they are taking on Kentucky, their Elon team will take on Kentucky, once again, another SEC school there, uh, these guys are both pitchers, Liam had a great year last year, a lot of innings out of the pen, uh, hopefully him and Tristan will get their opportunities to continue doing that. Um, other than that, you know, a lot of, a lot of like low key matchups, uh, at the D one level D two also gets started this weekend as well. I know Westchester is getting their season started. Another team with just boatloads of, of Delco residents on there. Uh, division three, I believe Widener is playing, uh, the number one ranked team in the country in Salisbury. They also take on Cortland who's top 10. Um, Let's see, other D3, we got Cabrini. Pat Toll threw uh, four strong innings. That's that's a Narberth Mudcat in the Delco League for you right there. Haverford School alum had a good start. And um, and Cabrini won against Karen 12-2. Nice start for opening day there. As I mentioned you know, throughout the, the show, it's going to be hard for me by myself to keep track of all three levels of, of college baseball, and, and especially when high school baseball starts too. So a lot of this is going to be D1-focused. Uh, I'm going to do as, as best I can writing wise to kind of keep track of all the levels, but, um, but yeah, man, it, it's exciting. It's exciting for the season to, to get started again. And, um, and we got plenty of interviews coming up here. 
This one is especially cool just because this interview was recorded right before Roman left for his trip to North Greenville. You know, there's a lot of optimism when you're an unranked team like Barton to go down and face a team like North North Greenville where I'm pretty sure I saw uh, a tweet the other day where like all three of their starters are like mid to upper 90s. Like D2 baseball does not get the respect it deserves. And I think, unfortunately, in the draft, it doesn't it doesn't reflect the talent level that is playing at the D2 competition level. But uh, I'm excited to see how they do. Like, like we said with, you know, these D1 schools going into SEC teams, man, like the, the pressure's on them. Like you got to just go in with that mentality that you're the dog and, uh, and you got to eat. All right. With that being said, let's welcome on Roman Tazi to Delco Baseball now. Right, we are now joined by Roman Tazi, a left-handed pitcher for Division II Barton in North Carolina. Roman played his high school baseball at Carroll, also played for the Aston Valley Knights in the Delco League. Roman, thanks for taking the time to come on. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. You just got done. One of the few people in Delco actually able to have played baseball games already at this point. You guys took on local Millersville. First college game. Talk to me about that. How was it? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely... Uh, definitely nerve-wracking getting in there i mean i came in it was guy on first and second no outs and i think the score was seven to three maybe so it was a tough situation but it was definitely nerve-wracking but i i'm i'm grateful for the experience i'm glad that i was able to come in that early against a good team like millersville they're they're a really good team and uh yeah i mean i i just enjoyed the whole the whole experience of a series like that yeah and and you know getting the chance to play for your team especially as a freshman in the first series of the year has got to be pretty cool and you know got to add a little bit of pressure right yeah i mean i i felt i felt prepared on the on the mound just because we've been doing like when we we've been doing a lot of inner squads and stuff, cause we started right away, like right when we came down here, Jan early January. So I've been getting a lot of inner squads against our hitters, and our hitters are good, and they they really helped me prepare. But definitely going definitely going into that game, just being in the in the moment was a little like just the first time. I'm glad I got it over with. I'm glad. Uh, I was able to like experience all that so early. Yeah, and this obviously your first season come from Carroll. So like what are some of the differences you've noticed so far just making that transition from high school baseball to college, whether it's practice, you know, lift, time management, just, you know, what adjustments are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, it's just a completely different game. Not not game, but just the whole like it's really a job now. And even though you know, it's not a uh, division one. It's, it's still, I mean, we're out there every single day. Our coach really practices us hard. And I mean, we're the lifts, like we had 6am lifts, right? Like pretty much leading up every single week leading up to the season. So, I mean, it's just completely different, you know, like high school, 
you have like an hour and a half practice a day and that's it. College, you're practicing for three hours. You're lifting at 6 a.m. in the morning and you got to make sure, and you also got to worry about college too, which is hard. So like you got to really be on top of everything, like eating right, hydration, sleeping right. Like all those little things is something that I've really like, realized that I need to focus on in college where I could kind of slack off that a little bit in, uh, in high school. So I was going to say, there's a lot of people that have the realization that, you know, you can kind of just get by with being very good at baseball when, you know, when you're at high school, but once you get there and everybody has that talent, how you take care of your body will really get you a long way. Yeah, definitely. You can tell, yeah, like, wait, there's, you got the kids in high school where there's like the best players and the best players dominate in college. Everybody's the best player. You're got like, I'm, I'm facing guys that are 23, literally 20. We have a couple 24 year olds on the team. Like that's just, I, I do. Yeah. I need to do the little things to, to get ahead because everyone's just as good. Now, is it nice being able to just kind of focus on being a pitcher now, as opposed to having to play both ways? Yeah, uh, I, I, I gotta be honest. I definitely miss hitting a lot. I miss, I miss like just being able to be in every game. But I think being able to focus on pitching is good too, it, because it, it it helps me like just focus on my body. There, there's like pitching you just throw and then you got to take care of your body you got to be flexible strong where hitting you just you kind of hitting and pitching was a lot of work where like i and i did like i probably practiced hitting in high school more than i did pitching so i, I was putting a lot of time into hitting where now i can kind of just focus on just pitching so i i think if i just put all my energy in that it'll help me row as a pitcher but I do think though I do definitely miss hitting a lot where I'm kind of at the point where I just sometimes will go to the cage just to hit just to have fun and so I don't know hitting might not be over for me completely that's good that's good and you know take me back to so when you were in high school what was it about Barton that appealed to you like what made you want to go there well, I mean, nobody from Delco knows what, like, Barton is. I had no idea what it is. Every team in our league, I have no idea who they are. And it's just, I mean, when I – so my travel coach was – he played at UNC with the recruiting coordinator at the time at Barton. They played together. So we went down to UNC for a tournament – and he got that coach to come out because I didn't really have any looks at the time. And I threw – I ended up throwing a no-hitter in front of him, actually. And then I came, checked out the campus. It's a small campus, but when I came, I I realized that they had all the tools. They had, a, like, a great meal plan, great weight room, like, a great coach. The, our coach is, a, like, a really good coach where – and it's, it's down south. So it kind of had everything that I needed. It didn't have the whole big school, big name, but it had the things that I could 
look at and be like, these are the things that matter, like a good weight room, a good place to develop and grow as a, as a player and a person. So I, I just thought it was the best place to go. I think that's what a lot of people lose in the whole recruiting process is just going somewhere that's the best fit for you, where obviously you're, you're getting the chance to play right away and just get better as opposed to going somewhere where you might sit for two years and uh, not really get a chance to show anything for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think also, like, I think this w- it was a little bit of a challenge for me, too, to go somewhere that I have no idea, I've never heard of before in my life, and it's six hours away from home. And there's definitely been those challenging times, but I kind of – I think sometimes the right decision is to go – to a place that challenges you like that where you know that it's it's what's right but you you got to take that jump like you got to take that leap of courage almost so like I could have there was some schools back home closer to home that I could have went to and it would have been very safe but this was kind of a jump you know and and also a good thing like it's not like I'm just coming here and dominating because I'm definitely not doing that I still I'm getting the opportunity to to play but I'm still being challenged on the on the field and at practice and stuff so it makes me have to get better as a as a player so I'm sure you're enjoying the nice weather because every time I step outside to play baseball in state college in March I think to myself why did I do this yeah you know I actually like what I mean Weather isn't everything because you could be in a really nice place and it could be a bad team, but that's something I really appreciate. I'm, like, I step out outside to go to class and pretty much every single day it's been like – feels like summer. And I, I love that because it just – it makes you feel better. Like, you just – you know. So, like, it, it kind of feels like the end of the school year, you know, the end of the school year feel where, like – you step outside and it's real nice weather and your shorts and a t-shirt to school like that's how it feels almost every day here which is really nice and it helps baseball too because we're able to be out like Millersville came down and it was probably their first first time outside really like playing games like that and we were we've been doing it since we first came down here for after winter break so yeah no you guys will be like you said, heading to North Greenville, take on the defending national champs. Now, how excited are you guys? You know, because it's always fun to see where you, you know, where you stand and how you rank against the best of the best. Yeah, I mean, I I think everybody on the team is just excited to go down there and have the opportunity to play the number one team in the country, like the reigning champs, because really we got nothing to lose. You know, like they're – everybody's talking about North Greenville. They, they have a kid, not to talk like too much about their players, but they have a kid that's like nominated for the Golden Spikes Award, like for all of college baseball, which at the, at the D2 level is like pretty insane. And it, it kind of, it's a good thing for us because it shows like the level of competition that we're playing is like just as good as anybody else. But I mean, we're just – I think we're excited to go down there and we have nothing to lose. And, like, we got really good players too, so we're just going to give it everything we got and see how we stack up. But I remember last year, I believe they were the team that knocked out Westchester, so I, I got to see them a little bit. 
Uh, yeah, it's cool for you guys. Is this a conference series for you guys, or is this just exhibition? Uh, against North Greenville? Conference, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's an interesting dynamic because like you want to go down there and you know steal a game or two at the same time like you know these games matter. It's not just for like a, you know pride and like mental being, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, this is a fir- this is our first conference series, and I we have a we have a really tough conference. We got North Greenville at one, Mount Olive who they're at like twelve or thirteen, and then UNC Pembroke which is at twelve or thirteen. So. Like these schools are top of the top of Division Two, so us going in there and beating them just would show that we're up there with the top teams in Division Two too. So, and and that goes the same with Mount. We played Mount Olive last weekend in the two game series, just like uh, exhibition. It didn't count as conference yet, and we were in it with them both games. We lost our offense, just couldn't really get runners in scoring position in but we really felt like we were the best team out there so i'm excited to see how the season goes and how we play against these top teams i think i've, I've really started to enjoy uh just like the the college baseball atmosphere in the carolinas because when i was talking to nate Furman, we were kind of talking about how like they don't have any mlb teams there so like people down there whether it's d1 d2 whatever they love college baseball down there and and the same goes with like college basketball, college football. Like all the kids on my team are diehard UNC or NC State fan, Duke fans, and it yeah, and it's just because that's all they have is that, and and that's kind of how it is too with Barton in our community. Like we're like almost like a professional team to these people in the community of of our town, Wilson. And it's cool, like, you'll go in a gas station. The one day we went in a gas station, me and my roommate, and they were like, this this random guy was like, oh, I'm coming to your game this weekend. Like, a guy Planet Fitness said that to me. So that's pretty cool. It makes you feel like you're, 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 like you're really at a, at a higher level. And that's what I'm kind of hoping to, to do with Delco because people definitely, you know, care about Delco baseball. But I'm kind of trying to build something where, you know, it's almost like must-see TV, especially, you know, with the Delco League. Like, that league, it just keeps getting better and better every year and just trying to bring attention to it, you know, just to get to get people in our area who wouldn't necessarily care about it on its own, you know, just try and build something up there. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I think you see it with, with high school sports. Like, high school sports in, in Delco is, whether, whether it's football, baseball, like, they're – they're great games to go to and to watch. And a lot of people enjoy watching them, but I mean, you, I, you had that with like, even in whether it's the Catholic league, like we got when Bonner and O'Hara, like those are like big Delco matchups. And then in like the central league, you got, you got really good teams in there too. So, yeah, I mean, and also the Delco league finals that, I mean, this is, this is me, but, I really just the whole Delco League playoffs. I like watching that better than any baseball around. And that, like, I almost uh, if you guys went to get you guys finished in four this year, right? We no, it was actually five. I'm pretty sure I because I was at all those games and I was talking to Berman about how I was gonna knock, I was gonna come down to school a day later. 
because I had to go to school, so I had to miss game five. But I was going to go down to school a day later just so I could watch game five because it was just going to be an insane game, and it was. Yeah, well, will, uh, will you be returning this summer? Do you have any plans for where you're going to play? I, I really don't know. I So I kind of ended last year hurt the last game in the playoff in that playoff game against Narberth I was I was like hurt at the beginning of the game and I kind of threw through the injury and made it a lot worse so when I came down here like my coach actually played in the Delta League Keith Gorman he played uh probably like 10 years ago so he wasn't too uh happy with that that I came in hurt you know but so we'll see if they if they have a league for me that they want me to go to, then I'll go to that obviously. But I would be I would love to come back to the Duck League. I, that's it's the most fun I had playing baseball. So it really is a good you know a good way for people because uh, you know there's a lot of guys that they might not be playing anymore, but like they're just really smart. Like I always say, my guy Stephen Wells, our Wayne first baseman. Like you're playing guys that have very professional at bats, and as a pitcher, like. Yeah. You're, you know, it's not like high school where you can just blow it by everybody if you want to. Like, you got to learn how to pitch, and that's yeah, what I think yet. it works. Yeah. That's so when we, I actually, the game we played against you guys this year where I pitched, me and uh, Georgie Nestor, front, he's uh, goes to Bonner. We, had, the, it was like the next inning was like Wells, Ford, and like someone else. And we were just like, how the hell are we going to get these guys out? Like, and it, Facing Wells in for me is like facing Ryan Howard. Like that's how he, you know, like he's just that. Like he can put the ball over the fence. He's such a good hitter that it really challenges you as as a young kid to like, yeah, like we were game planning. Like all right, first pitch curveball. If we get that first strike, what are we gonna do? Like what should we challenge him with? And like work up up tempo and stuff. So it definitely like they're older. There's older guys in the league, but it, it still challenges you a lot. So, for sure. All right, last question I will ask you here is one that I've I've kind of not even on purpose just started ending all my interviews with is like when I say Delco baseball, like what do you think of like what does Delco baseball mean to you? Because I'm trying to part of this is because I want to make an intro someday of like everybody just saying like something about yeah. Delco baseball. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, but you know, just in general, what do you think? I mean. To me, Delco baseball is it it starts at like districts like ten U to twelve U, which is like at that time is the biggest games of your life. Like that's the World Series. And it and everyone comes out to the fields, like you play media, like you know, like everyone goes to media to watch the twelve year olds. At Aston Milltown it was the same thing. Everyone goes and then you you get older and it turns into high school and it's like you're playing O'Hara, Bonner, for me at least. And and then uh, the Delco League too, honestly, for me, I, I think the Delco League just shows how like passionate people are about baseball and they still want to play and it's still such a, a league, like a, a good league. That was that was one of my biggest regrets. I was kind of like a bit on like the late bloomer side of things. Like I was always on. They would always have like the, like the district team and then like the tournament team. You know, like the all star team. So that's what I would always play on. But I always liked going to those district games and the amount of people that go out to you know a median Aston game, Newtown Edgemont, you know Ridley, whatever it may be, is insane. And I kind of want to branch out because last summer 
since I was hurt. I, all I really did was Delco League since that's what I was at. But, you know, that would be a great way to get some of the younger crowd, like, involved. Like, I think that Aston yeah. Middletown team has a shot at Williamsport from the people I've talked to. Like, I think they won the 11 states last year. So, like, that group uh, this year, you know, definitely try and follow yeah, I, along. I remember, I mean, I'm, I was, like, a senior in high school, and I was going to the Aston Middletown and, like, watching and, like, loving these kids play because, like, just so fun to watch them play. That uh, 11-year-old team, they won when they were 10. They, like, won everything, and then it got shut down because of COVID or whatever, and then, like, 11, they won everything too. So, yeah, I mean, that would be sick if they can make it to regionals and maybe Williamsport. That would be amazing. It's been a long time since the Delco team made Williamsport. I, I think I read it was, like, the 80s or something, uh, but that will be pretty cool to follow along. And it's also cool to see, like, you know, if I'm watching like a 12U game, like these are kids I'm going to be covering when they're in high school and kids I'm going to be covering when they're in college. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, it's almost like scout, <laughs> scouting at that point. And it's the same thing where, where you're playing as, as for like me when I'm 12 and I'm playing Berman and I'm playing like John Amon on media, Corey Anderson, Costello. I'm playing, I'm playing Costello in college now. And it's just, it's cool to see. So, and yeah, your best friends come from that too. So. Yeah. Delco league also does a good job at, you know, taking guys you've played with your whole life and now you're against them or vice versa. Like guys, like I've been playing against, uh, you know, a bunch of like the Pencrest guys on Wayne my whole life. And now it's just like, Oh, like I don't hate you anymore. Like I can actually watch you and, yeah. and be happy about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I don't take, want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate you taking the time to come on and uh, shock the world this weekend. Have some fun. Yeah. No, it's going to be fun. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. Of course, man. Hope to see you back on the field uh, in Delco this summer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right, man. Take care. See you. Thank you once again to Roman Tazi for joining the program. You know, Roman's a guy who I've played against uh, in the Delco League before, but I'd, I've never, like, officially met before. I knew him and uh, him and my guy Sammy Berman were friends. I remember when we played them in the finals that they were always chirping and, uh, and going back and forth. But, you know, good conversation, and I really enjoyed, you know, how much he, he likes Barton and, and how, you know, comfortable he felt going there. Because, you know, I kind of sound like a boomer saying this, but, you know, going to a school with a great fit is what it's all about. Like, you know, I know guys want to say they're D1. I, I get it. You know, it's it's almost like a status thing at this point. But going somewhere where, where the baseball is good, where you're going to get better, where you're going to get playing time is really what it's all about. So a lot of respect for him for, for doing that and wish him the best of luck this weekend as they try and conquer Goliath, man, going on the road, number one team in the country is is as good as it gets. So uh, interesting to see conference play in February, but that's what happens when you go to a school that is above freezing in February. I really, really respect his decision there. All right, everybody, we got a great weekend of college baseball coming up. I can't wait to talk about it next week, and I hope that you guys will join me for that. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Delco Baseball, Facebook, it's just Delco Baseball Now, uh, the website www.delcobaseballnow.com where you can find the podcast you can also find articles that i will get back into now that we got games to talk about 
And I hope that you guys will join me once again next week. So thank you for tuning in. We'll see you then. We'll be right back.